0: Hey there, our listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. So today, we're going to be talking about The Tiger at Midnight. Uh, this is the first of a trilogy, and I have to say, it was very compelling to read. I think what really sold me for the story is that it does incorporate a lot of Indian and Hindu mythology, which, personally, I'm not that familiar with. I'm very familiar when it comes to Greek mythology or Roman mythology, not so much Hindu and Indian. So this story really spoke to me in that way i love mythology i love when authors include their culture in their literature because i think it does add more heart to the storytelling and i think that's what happened here and honestly the story just made me the mythology just made me more interested in the story and vice versa the story itself also made me more interested in learning more about hindu and indian mythology so it follows two characters kunal and isha and what i think is really compelling for the story is the story does begin as one of revenge but a good writer knows how to really take a seed of a story and really blossom it into something else and that's what happens with this narrative you have the story. It is about it starts off as revenge. You know Isha is tasked, you know she's the viper. She works for the rebels. She was tasked to kill the general. General just happens to be Kunal's uncle. And Kunal's been tasked to hunt down the viper. Unfortunately, on her way to go kill the general, um someone beats her to it while also framing her. So, there's a lot to that narrative. There is a lot to that storytelling. So, she's bent on figuring out who the heck framed her, why they framed her, and they're going to pay dearly. It's like, you picked the wrong girl to frame. Like, yeah, I was going to do it, but no one ever knows when I strike. I'm a ghost. You know, that's Isha's thought. So, she's kind of mad. But with Isha, there's a lot of more... There's a lot more to her characterization, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. I want to go back to the mythology for a second because, like I said, it adds layers to the story. It adds a lot of layers to the narrative of these characters because the tiger at midnight is its own tale and the author does reference the tiger at midnight twice in the story and I really don't want to spoil those scenes for you because they are really good scenes for the storytelling they're really impactful they're very captivating they are at their core symbolic to what the story is about and They reflect on the characters, especially because that first scene with the tiger at midnight, it does include both of the characters meeting once again in the dark, you know, in the jungle. And it was very well done. It was very well structured. And it does give some foreshadowing to their relationship throughout the rest of the story. Now... Back to the characterization I think the characterization is key here for making the story work and why it works so well because you have these two characters and they're on different sides of the coin however their core values do say a lot you know their core values um, really do say a lot about the narrative they do say a lot for who they are and how the story does evolve and how their relationship and dynamics evolve as well because Isha she's like I said she's she's flawed um, and you understand why she's flawed you completely understand her as a character because as, at a young age she was there when the coup happened and she helped the princess escape. But unfortunately, she did see her own parents murdered in front of her. So this has left a really big scar on who she is as a person. Um, and that's what I thought was really interesting for her. Because Kunal... Breaks down those walls, and he doesn't do so in a cliche. Oh, I'm the man. I'm your romantic interest. I'm going to save you, kind of way. No, because both of these characters do reflect upon one another, and that's what I thought was really key for the relationship, and why the romance in the story does stand out. Because these are characters who are coming from different sides. You know, he's a soldier. Kunal is a Soldier. soldier. But on his journey to hunt down the viper, he is seeing his nation and he's seeing how unhappy the people are. He's seeing how they just aren't great. He's seeing how people fear him because he's a soldier, because soldiers in their community tend to abuse their power and... He's seeing that they abuse their power because the king is like totally okay with destroying those old traditions that everyone holds true. He's like, no, if you practice those old traditions, you're going to be punished. So there's a lot of censorship that um, that is going on in this story. And that's what was really interesting overall to me as, as far as the story went. You know, it was really well done. It was really well structured. I thought their dynamic as a whole was just well done because Isha encourages Kunal to open up his eyes he's a soldier he's a good soldier he's a good guy but he was a little naive and Isha encourages him to not just like you can be the good soldier but you can be an even better soldier when you ask questions ask questions don't just follow orders blindly and he does that she's such a good influence on him is such a good reflection of their relationship and their growing dynamic with one another. And that's what is key in making their relationship and making their romance shine, ultimately. And again, she's a very closed-off character, but her own adventures to finding the person who framed her are helping Kunal, or well, are are helping her, not Kunal, are helping Nisha (laughs) see that the world, yeah, not everything is all black and white, but it's not bleak either. There's still hope. There's still romance. There's still a chance to love someone the way you should love someone, the way you can love someone. And that's really so interesting and really compelling to see both of these characters blossom and grow. Based on their relationship with one another, and ultimately, that was incredible. It really was incredible um, to see the story evolve in the way that it did, to see the romance blossom between the two characters, and to see the mythology intermingle and reflect upon their internal narratives. They really do offer up a really good balance before the story. So I have to say I highly recommend this one. Uh, if you want to go ahead and check this book out, It is the Tiger at Midnight. I give it 4 out of 5 stars. Please remember to purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. All I ask is that you do not purchase the book from Amazon. Support the bookstores. If money is tight, please check out the book from your local library. And on that note, I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Please don't forget to support me by liking this podcast and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Anchor FM for 99 cents a month. Have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.